Hello everyone, this is Rico, and this is going to be a special edition of Trexan Sci-Fi. I'm away on business right now in the wonderful country of Taiwan. I've got a special podcast here for you by uh, a couple of the Moyers, and one of them you haven't really heard from before. This will be podcast number 121 for Mother's Day weekend, the weekend of May 12th and 13th. I'm not going to talk a lot. I'm just going to play my little intro theme music, and then I'm going to let the Moyers take it away. So I, I really appreciate what they've done here, and it's a great show. I've already listened to it, and I really, really appreciate that they uh, took the time to do this for me while I was away on business. So without any further ado, let's get started. Rico. Re-re-re-rico. Drexin Sci-Fi. Drexin Sci-Fi. Captain. Incoming message. A weekly dose of sci-fi and Star Trek information. Shut up, Wesley. Shut up, Wesley. I know this ship like the back of my hand. And welcome to the special edition of Treks in Sci-Fi. Rico's away on business uh, over the holiday of Mother's Day, and my wife and I thought it'd be fun to do a special guest hosting of one of the most amazing podcasts ever. So without further ado, let me introduce us. I'm Rick Moyer. And I'm Amy Moyer. And this is the Mother's Day Treks in Sci-Fi podcast special. Special? Well, okay. That was kind of good. I think I was supposed to say that with you. That's okay. (laughs) Okay. Um... It is the Mother's Day Treks and Sci-Fi podcast special, and to get things started, I'm going to say, ladies first. Well, thank you, dear. Um, we've been married for over 20 years now, and we live on the west coast of Washington State in a small town called Aberdeen. Yeah. And um, as you know, dear, but we're filling other people in, um, we have three children, mm-hmm. two teenage boys, and a preteen daughter. So 17, 15, and 11. Yes, yeah. and they are um, they are Trekkies, just like their dad. Yeah, they like they like Star Trek. Well, you know how that goes. It's true. We're we're Trekkies. Um, us guys in the family are a little bit more into it than the girls, but because of the sheer volume of Trek and the great uh, moments over the years, my wife and daughter have also become closet Trekkie fans. Don't tell anyone. Very closet. Yeah, they wouldn't want anybody to know. Well, no, no yeah, don't, they, don't tell anybody, okay? Yeah. So, in honor of Mother's Day, I thought it'd be fun to go over some cool memories with you, my darling. Yeah. Uh, Amy, uh, your perspective on Star Trek as a mom and a wife would be, I think, kind of fun for our, uh, for Rico's listeners to hear. And then also later on in the show, we'll talk about your favorite mom moments and mm-hmm. even ask you how Star Trek has impacted our family from your perspective as a mother. Okay. Sounds great. Um, let's get started. As I said before, I'm not a, as big a Trekkie as my dear husband, as yeah, you are, Rick. I know. Um, but I have seen every single Star Trek episode. It's true. And every single movie 
many, many times. Even yes. though the last Star Trek movie, I've fallen asleep every time. Don't tell them that. Oh, I'm not supposed to tell you that. I, you know, I don't know what it is about that last one, but um, we'll I, get there. Yeah, we'll get there. yeah. Um, largely because um, I've seen them largely because you are such a huge fan, and and I do like them. I I don't think I'm as passionately in love with Star Trek as as you are, but I am passionately in love yes, with you. Yes, you are, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I grew up watching the original series, mm-hmm. and um, I even have the distinction of being born mm-hmm. 1966 when the first so Star Trek came out. I think that's when the first out. Star Trek came out, yeah. I'm, I was sure, I'm sure that's why he married me, because I was born the same year I didn't. I didn't Trek. even really realize that. <laughs> oh, I'm, that's right. I'm joking. But anyway... Um, I can't say that it was my favorite show. Um, I I leaned a little bit more towards Lassie and Little House in the Prairie. But I watched um, Spock and Captain Kirk and McCoy very regularly. Mm-hmm. Part of that may, maybe had to do with we only got a couple channels growing up. We mm-hmm. lived in the country, and it was either that or golf. You lived in Raymond, Washington. Raymond, um, yeah. and actually in Baleville. Baleville, named after your maiden name, Bale. Yes, yeah, and it was a very, very rural, grew up on a dairy farm. So you had to put, like, um, rabbit ears out or a big antenna? We actually we actually got cable when I was three, and I was so excited because mm. we had Lassie on two channels. Wow. I was so excited. I know. I would have really been excited about that. But but it's still, even with cable way back then in the Dark Ages, um, it was still only about seven channels. Seven channels, yeah. 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 And, um, yeah, but... That's kind of my background of um, Star Trek. Okay. And you like that better than golf, obviously, because you've got like two channels. Yeah, much better than golf. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, in fact, at our house, we kind of, we often joke about us being the uh, funny couple. We're probably as opposite as you can get. She likes her music soft and quiet. I like the music loud and crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, we've told everybody we have the the Star Trek versus Little House on the Prairie marriage. Mm -hmm. And it works. Yeah, it's kind of like, I'm a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah, you remember that. Yeah. For yeah. some of you, you'll remember that. that some of you won't know what the Donnie and Marie show that's was. That's dating us also, but it that's is. okay. I, I'd, uh, I'd have to say, though, that I, I opposites attract, and mm-hmm. so that's why I love you. Oh, thank okay, you. Okay, so go ahead. You can talk about Gene Roddenberry. Oh, okay. So I have to say that my favorite part about the original Star Trek um, series was Gene Roddenberry's view of the future. Mm -hmm. I liked watching all races, cultures, genders reacting as, um, interacting, reacting, interacting Mm -hmm. as equals. Mm -hmm. I would go so far to say that Star Trek um, shaped my view of equality more than probably any other thing. Wow. Um, Even probably Gene probably influenced me more than Martin Luther King. Really? Yeah. Um, I think it gave me a healthy view of race not being an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there's a saying, a picture paints a thousand world, words, and um, Jane painted a lot of healthy pictures. And one thing I thought of to illustrate things, and, and it's not really maybe the p- most pleasant thing to talk about, but I remember visiting my grandmother in Seattle, and... <laughs> She was a um, immigrant from from Scandinavia and had you know different kind of cultural views, racial views, and mm-hmm. um, I loved her a lot. But but we would go up there and 
we would play with what she would call the colored children next door and oh, she had she had a little difficulty with that and my mom and I were like hey kids are kids you know it right. doesn't matter what what color skin they have they're kids you know right. kids like to play with kids and and I think part of my view really had to came from watching TV especially Star Trek because really you had cool. Ahura and you had the Russian and you had yeah. the the Asian and right. you had people from all different walks of life walks of life all different backgrounds mm-hmm. and genders working together as equals and I I think that helped me think well you know this isn't an issue people are people well yeah especially since you and I we grew up in in cultures where mostly white Oh here, yeah, small you know. town redneck. Right on the west coast, little and logging so towns. Our exposure to um, racism or anything like that was was pretty large. I mean, there was a lot of really yucky stuff that people would say and do. But yeah, Star Trek was a really cool thing, and, and I think that's cool that you you noticed that that it helped you in realizing that uh, we're just people mm-hmm. on the planet. And, and to me, it, it wasn't an issue. And and I I remember comments from. Um, your grandparents too mm-hmm. that would just shock me i'm going wow. what where does that come from but you know so that's really like kudos go out to gene roddenberry for yeah. having that type of future look at things and it really did it helped us as here we are 40 year olds mm-hmm. okay i'm a little older than you one year older but here we are <laughs> and our our view of the world was shaped by some of gene roddenberry's vision which is mm-hmm. very very cool yeah. now you used, you used to watch star trek with your dad yes yeah. um, along with the flying nun and wonder woman ah the flying nun and uh-huh. wonder woman yes but we all know why like why he liked the wonder woman yeah he, linda carter i think he liked her outfit oh uh, yeah sorry yeah. dad you're in heaven i'm sorry to share your secrets but yeah well yeah he also liked the flying nun and she was very modestly dressed yeah, yeah he yeah. he just thought she was a cutie just a sweetheart mm-hmm. well i was i was a science fiction fan when i was a kid and you're just we're only a year apart in age and I remember um, watching Buck Rogers in the 25th century mm-hmm. with Gil Gerard. Remember that? Yeah. And I love Battlestar Galactica, the old series. How yeah. about you? Which ones did you watch? Yeah, you know, I have to admit that I watched those two, and I thought they were really cool. And um, so I, I really liked the um, Six Million Dollar Man and mm-hmm. the Bionic Woman. Um, Jamie Summers and Steve Austin. The Incredible Hulk. Yeah, I liked, <laughs> I liked all those shows, but... I have to admit, we watched them recently, and <laughs> they weren't quite up to the standard we're used to now. Well, yeah. I found a deal on eBay. You were a little ticked off at me. I, I ordered all the VHS episodes of The Bionic Man, or The Six Million Dollar Man on VHS, and yeah. got them off of eBay, and we were all excited to watch them, and they just weren't the same. We, we were excited to share some of our TV history with our kids, <laughs> you know, and we were like, and we watched... Um, episodes of uh, Battlestar Galactica and we can see the little wires coming down on yeah. their, their models and it's not quite up to the same I don't remember them that way CGI stand oh no we thought they were the, the coolest, coolest when thing, we were yeah. kids and you know we, we grew up I remember waiting in line I didn't know you at the time but waiting in line out in the rain in yeah. western Washington, this long line that went clear along the block to see Star, Star Wars. Wars. And probably in the same theater that I waited in the line I, at. I think so, because I drove we, up. We didn't know each other then. Yeah, I drove up all the way with a whole car full of friends. To see um, Star Wars. Yeah, we drove 30 miles to come to the big city of Aberdeen. Wow. From Raymond to see That's Star hilarious. Wars and waited out in the rain. But yeah, um, 
Star Wars was probably a big leap in yeah. in graphics yeah. and um, cool. yeah, it it's kind of set the the bar that now you everything else kind of looked watched, bad after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we recently watched uh, some episodes of The Incredible Hulk on the Sci Fi Channel, and you used mm-hmm. to really like that oh, show, yeah. and, and but it's not quite the same anymore, is it? I I still like the people things, but again, I think the quality of entertainment and um. They were has, good stories, though. They were good stories. You know, I, I, we've seen some shows where the, the Incredible Hulk's makeup you saw washed off half of his face. And, right. Yeah. Um. You know, I just think the standards of the production have gotten a lot better over sure. the last twenty, thirty years. Sure. But the stories are still pretty good. Well, let's let's go back now, and uh, let's go back twenty plus years when I first met you. And let's talk about some of our greatest memories together as Trek fans. <laughs> okay. Okay, you ready? Okay. Yeah. When you first met me, um, we never ever t- approached, even in, in the whole time that we dated and we were engaged, we never approached the subject of science fiction. And I don't know why, but we just never did. So you didn't even know that no. I was a Trek fan. How did you find out that oh, I was? Oh, yeah. How did I find out? Uh, you know very well how I found out. Um, my husband at the time, actually, when we were engaged. That's he, me. Yeah, You're talking to me. My husband. That's me. Rick. Yes. You did not have TV. No, I didn't. And Couldn't when, afford it. I was yeah, a college student. Yeah. he. I think you had a little TV in your closet that you could bring out and rent a VCR. A VCR, yeah. And we had to rent a VCR and mm-hmm. then rent a movie. So yeah. um, it was kind of a hassle. So yeah. you really didn't, didn't watch, watch a lot of TV. and Not later on because I, che- I was cheap. Yeah. He was saving money for my engagement ring. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> we we got married and had a really nice and wedding. had a nice wedding. My parents put on a huge wedding for us. And we had like four or five hundred people there. It was great. It, it was a big wedding. Yeah. And... We we went um, on our honeymoon. We went up to the beautiful Mount Rainier. My uncle mm-hmm. had a cabin up there. By a place called Packwood. Packwood, mm-hmm. yes. Beautiful. We went hiking, which is one of my favorite, favorite things. things to I'm, do. I'm a country girl. I like being outside, yeah. doing outside things. Well, I didn't realize that Rick was into sci-fi so much, especially Star Trek. Oh, until I'm so in trouble for this, too. I think it was our second or third night it of our... It was the second night. Second night of our yeah. marriage. When we had gone to bed and and been all snuggly, okay, and you don't have to tell that part. Jeez, I I woke up in the middle of the night and I go, "Where's my husband?" You know, I thought newlyweds are supposed to sleep in, in the, the same, same bed. room in yeah, the same that's bed. Helpful. And um, I go, "Where is my husband?" And I I get up <laughs> and go into the family room. This is a little cabin we were we were staying in a relative's yeah, cabin. My uncle's they had cabin, cable. and he had cable and. I I find my husband like at midnight watching Star Trek reruns. Yes, it was. It was I don't remember which episode. All I do is I remember I was in big trouble. Oh, I was so miffed. And when Star Trek got over, I went back to bed. When Star Trek got over, he came back and wanted to get cuddly again. And I was still miffed at him for <laughs> choosing Star Trek over me on our almost our wedding night. I mean, <laughs> couple nights after we're married I so that you you got a little introduction there that i was uh i was a trekkie and, it was our uh, kind of first tense moment after yeah after our marriage yeah. was over star trek yeah but but soon i won you over and 
Well, not really, because we still didn't have cable no, or anything, we, so we didn't really get to watch mm-hmm. the show very often. But see, yeah. we got married in 1986, and I think Next Generation came out that shortly same year. After, yeah, shortly within, after. Like within a year, within a year or, two, or two, maybe two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, mm-hmm. so okay, on, on your 21st birthday, you, we got married early. I was 20, you were 19. We were young'uns then. Yeah. And uh, we got married, and on your 21st birthday, well, um, you know, I got you a special gift. Why don't you tell everybody oh. what I got you? You know, everyone is going to think that I am just a total angry person, and I, You're not. I, I have to admit, I usually, my husband will say, "World War Three can going can be going on around me, and I don't even notice." I, I'm usually pretty laid back, but I do have expectations. You know, like your honeymoon, your birthday, that there's supposed to be special times. Sure well, um, we were headed out to go to dinner at some friend's house, and I had hinted to my husband. About this country clock and this cute little shelf. It was when country was big. Shelf. You still have the shelf. The I clock broke the years yeah, ago. But anyway. But anyway, I had seen in this country store these cute little country things. And it was really in at the time. And mm-hmm. and I hinted to him, I'd really like those for our house. And um, in the car, he says, I have a special gift for you. And I can't wait to give it to you. I know. I was so excited. And so. I wrapped it up. Yeah. He handed me. This it's all wrapped up. VHS size package, mm-hmm. and I opened it, and it was Star Trek Star- Three: The Search, Search for, Spock. for Spock. And you know, well, I have to admit, it was a good movie. It was not what I had expected for my birthday. I did this as a joke. I was joking with you. But but I have to admit, I fumed all the way yes. out to our friend's house that he could be so selfish as to buy me a Star Trek movie for my birthday. But what she didn't know is that I had wrapped up the shelf mm-hmm. and the clock. the clock, and it was at the friend's house that we yeah. were going to. So he kind of got himself out of that. But I secretly had just found out that the VHS had come out, and I went and bought it for myself. But I yeah. thought it would be funny to give it to you and see what you said yeah i think it he didn't just, work very well i think he just thinks i'm cute when i'm angry or yeah, something so. well you know your eyes okay well, yeah right. okay okay so then anyway uh as we go throughout life uh we found out that they were bringing back star trek and we got mm-hmm. i got really excited about it and uh, i got a little excited a little bit and they were going to call it the next generation but we didn't have cable we couldn't afford cable and the airwaves only had two stations at the time and neither of them um, mm-hmm. broadcast Star Trek or we're going to. Mm-hmm. So we actually had a friend of ours that went to church with us that said that they were going to be watching it and they invited us over. I think, mm-hmm. was it on Saturday nights? I can't I remember. Think so. so we would walk, we were, they were within walking distance of their mm-hmm. house. So we'd walk over every time it was on and we'd watch mm-hmm. Star Trek with them. And that's how we watched the first year of TNG. Yeah. I almost didn't watch it after the frozen shower scene. Oh, you, yeah, but, she, was, she got a little I, upset over the, almost, the second episode. It got she, better. It got better. <laughs> she, she didn't like that, but I thought it was kind of cool, but whatever. Yeah. Um, let me see. What else did we do? We Oh, we had a, a, a great day, though, when we found out that Fox Network was going to start airing Star Trek, and we could finally get it at our house, and we even bought a VCR to record the fuzzy picture, mm-hmm. and I started recording it uh, from then on. Sure did. And that mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Um Let's see. Oh, when we had kids. All right. Now, mm-hmm. Star Trek kind of entered in as a, as a mom now. You remember when our kids were born, uh, you know, Nathan was born first. And uh, instead of the typical gifts that most people would get him, well, they did. They got him the typical gifts. But what did I buy him? Star Trek toys. Yeah, like phasers mm-hmm. and uh, 
and uh, the Enterprise. He even had the Enterprise D that lit up and made sounds. That mm-hmm. was the, the nacelles came off, and he could say the <laughs> word nacelle. Mm-hmm. That was one of his words that he could say yeah. as a young young boy. My kids knew the I'm Ferengi pathetic, codes. And, the Ferengi? No, yeah. it wasn't the Ferengi codes. It okay. was the it was the rules of acquisition. Rules of acquisition. And Do you remember when I actually saved up the money and we bought the kids a Sega? And and I saved up the money. It was like really expensive, and we bought the Star Trek video game to go in there, the next generation video game. And then we didn't let the kids play it. My friend Eddie and I <laughs> sat there, and we had to call the hotline to get the codes to win the game. Remember that? And they got so mad at us because we played it all the time. I don't really remember that, but I do remember our our oldest son when he was little wanted to be an astronaut when he grew up. Mm-hmm. He's since changed that and I think wants to be a video editor, playwright, director, that kind of some thing, yeah. kind of thing. Which is okay. Which is cool, but when he was little he was really into space stuff and when we when we moved out to the country for a couple of years, we painted a giant like um space scene on one of his walls. Yes, and I remember that. Got him a telescope and mm-hmm. he he was really into space stuff, and I think a lot of that was from watching Star Trek with his dad. Yeah, and, and I mean, Andrew had, like, action figures. He had mm-hmm. uh, Jordy LaForge. I think Jordy still, we found him the other day in all of our moving stuff. We and, found Jordy. And some of Andrew's favorite um, video games still are Star, Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah, Star he's got Trek it for PlayStation, Xbox. Star Trek and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And then he really likes, like, the Civilization games, too. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, yeah. so okay, so our kids, of course, were affected by it too. Mm-hmm. Now, do you remember some of the fun stuff that we did over the years? I actually got her to go so far as to throw Star Trek parties mm-hmm. at our house. Yeah, with like I was—I mean, I was a geek before it was popular to be a geek. Yeah, definitely. We had like blue Jello cubes, and mm-hmm. we we made and, food, party food, and, and uh, uh, roque blood pie, uh, and stuff yeah. and stuff like that. We would put food well, coloring and yeah. things that were normal, but they were like fun. discolor vanilla. Pudding, pudding with right red, red food, food coloring, coloring. Yeah. and and I this is so embarrassing I can't believe I'm telling everybody this was this, a great this was a, it was one, the best best of both worlds party one year I actually squeezed into my size eight homecoming dress after mm-hmm. having a, a child or two so that was quite yeah. a, a feat yeah I, but, um, and we came as different characters yeah, and to I the, was, we invited all our friends I was Loxana Troy yeah. and had this poofy taffeta dress on that I thought looked like a Loxana Troy dress mm-hmm. it did and I didn't Complete wear with it with just about everything I didn't wear it very long I went and changed shortly after because I realized that um, I was not as modest in it as I would have liked to have been. Well, I didn't mind, but, well, you know. Yeah, well, we had a household company. And yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, I, anyway, you looked the part. It was, I, yeah, it was great. I had my hair all curly. <laughs> and I went as Spock, so I really couldn't show any emotion over it, but I was pretty excited about that. Yeah, so. you know, I've I've tried through the years to, to support a Star Trek habit as, as much as I could. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. uh, we had we had great parties at our house. People would come over and watch the, the show on TV with us, like, like when the season would start up again or, or when the season would end mm-hmm. different things like that and then I remember I think one of the most exciting times was when we found out that they were going to actually have a new spin-off of Star Trek called Deep Space Nine mm-hmm. and we invited a lot of friends over for that and I remember we had a 900 foot square house it was a tiny little ho- home mm-hmm. and uh, we crammed all these people into our living room on our th- our what was a 13 inch TV Oh yeah, I, and we watched the premiere the, think, of Deep I, Space Nine. I think we bought for sixty nine dollars on sale. We actually at, went and bought it for that, didn't say, we? At um, Sears, Sears, remember? yeah, yeah. It was for that very occasion. Yeah, we. 
because I think before then, did we just have a little black and white I TV think it with bunny ears yeah. and we, yeah. we upgraded to Those it. were the days. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. the days. Not like mm-hmm. today when we have our big screen TV and the, all the fun stuff, the satellite dish and all that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, anyway, uh, that was really fun. We had our Deep Space Nine party. And then uh, I remember the another party we threw at a friend's house called the Time Air, Time Zero Season Closer. That was fun, uh, TNG. And we brought together all our favorite Star Trek moments. Then, and, of course, you oh, have to talk about go, go back to that party because yeah. this is embarrassing. I what? think I may have won the trivia contest. You did. You did. And, you you know, won the trivia contest, which was pretty amazing. For not being a confessing Star Trekky that <laughs> person, I know way too much about Star Trek. Just from, you know. Nah, you know. Yeah. You know what you need to know. That's a good I, thing. I know way too much about Star so Trek. So now, one of the cool things about our area, and something that you pointed out to me, we were so excited. I think you found out before I did, is oh, yeah. that um, when they did the movie Star Trek Generations, they actually mm-hmm. used for the Enterprise scene, um, the tall ship that they used, Actually mm-hmm. came from right here. We're only what three miles from oh, where yeah. it docks. Really close. Matter of fact, um, we homeschool, and a bunch of homeschoolers got together yeah. to do a tour of the, the ship the was called ship, the Lady Washington. Lady Washington, and and on the show was it called the Enterprise? They changed the, the Enterprise, name. Yeah, but we got to go down into the hull of the ship, mm-hmm. and it was not original to the Lady Washington, but. They had built um, these cushion sh- seats mm-hmm. for the Star Trek crew, and we got to sit on the same cushion seats. Wow. They they left them there afterwards because they thought, oh, it'd be nice for when we're doing tours and giving talks. And did they even talk about filming the thing and what uh-huh. the different character? They like Diet Coke and what else was it that they drank oh, a lot of? I can't remember right now because I was more into like hi- I'm really huge into history, and so they went into the history of yeah. Uh, the sea trade and yeah. tea and that was cool yeah so but we so the lady washington which which was the enterprise in that holodeck recreation uh-huh. at the beginning of star trek generations is docked right here and it was built right here in, in aberdeen washington and that is very very cool mm-hmm. okay so that's one of the kind of cool things that our memories of star trek we actually remember we went to the theater and stood in line and were one of the first people in the theater to watch generations uh at the south shore mall here at the mm-hmm. little tiny uh cinema and it, it wasn't really that good of a cinema at the time now re- recently they've Maybe. upgraded and made yeah, it really nice so it's and, really nice yeah. but uh, we went to that and stood in line and had a great time <laughs> at it mm-hmm. um Star Trek has really been, and uh, we've had some really good friends of ours that uh, we find out that are Trekkies. Uh, mm-hmm. We had a guy that lived across the street from us uh, when we lived over in, in the Hoquim area, which is not too far from here. And uh, he got to be really good friends with us. And um, unfortunately, he had a, a health problem and passed away at a young age. Very young. Uh, like but he, 26 now, or he used to 30? tape. He used to actually tape us a bunch of the Star mm-hmm. Trek and um uh, science fiction shows. All kinds of science fiction And then he'd bring shows, it to yeah. us the next week. We mm-hmm. bought a VCR set in his house, and he would record them all for us. Anyway, he passed away right around the time that Star Trek Nemesis came out. Mm-hmm. And I remember our friend Brandon, Polly, and, and we I. Had, we had been planning to go with we, him. Yeah, we actually had tickets to go with our friend Jim, and uh, he passed away mm-hmm. only a few days before the premiere. Um, and so we went to the funeral. It was a real tough funeral because he was such a cool guy. And then... Uh, we all decided at the reception of the funeral, a bunch of we had a bunch of techie geek people there that worked at a local computer company, and we all decided let's just go to the movie. Let's in honor of Jim, we're going mm-hmm. to Star Trek, 
and Nemesis, and we did. We all drove 30 yeah. minutes out to Ocean Shores where they had a really nice cinema, and yeah. we sat in there, and we ate popcorn, and we celebrated Jim, and we watched Star Trek Nemesis. Of course, I loved every minute of the movie. You fell asleep. I fell asleep. It was a long day. It was a hard emotional Well, thing. it had been emotional the last few days, and yeah. But so, it was it was a it was a fitting moment to it was you know, a, honor a fitting Jim tribute and, yeah, to Jim. our our sci-fi computer geek friend. That well, now as a result of that, I kind of you know I got really depressed. He was a really good friend of mine. We used to talk every day on the phone, and uh, and it was kind of I mean <laughs> we used to laugh because you'd say, "Man, you spend more time with Jim than you do me." Oh right? yeah, I would get so upset because <laughs> we'd stay up really late. <laughs> he, Jim would come over at like nine thirty at night, almost mm-hmm. every night, because Star Trek came on at ten. Yeah, and we'd watch and, it. Yeah. And and they would watch it together, and I'd be, "Well, see you guys later. I got to put the babies to bed." And, and neglecting uh, my fatherly duties. And so I go put the babies to bed about the same time Jim got there, and, yeah, and they yeah. would stay and stay talk up about and, science fiction yeah. and computers. Yeah. And, well, anyway, yeah, because of that, though, um, I really, you know, I missed science fiction. We didn't have, again, we didn't have um, cable or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And finally, you said it was okay, and we yeah, we I, took the plunge. And what did we do? I. I gave in, you know, um, we had homeschooled and, and I kind of had, was of the opinion that, you know, kids needed books more than they needed TV. And so I had been really hesitant to have a lot of, you know, TV in our home. Um, but yeah. when, when my husband's best friend passed away, um, I, I thought, I just felt so bad for him. And, and he found out that if we got... If we no, not just your basic cable, mind you, but if we got the satellite dish, he could get the Sci-Fi Channel. That's that right. science fiction would be on twenty-four hours a day. And Come he on, could, baby. He could tape all this stuff, and yeah, this he was, was good. like, and and I finally gave in and said, "You did. Well, go ahead, dear," because I knew he missed his friends so much and their sci-fi time together. Yes, so, that's true. Um, we went, we went from having two really fuzzy channels that you could get on bunny ears to having how many channels 150 120 okay that was great (laughs) so we got we got the dish network and we began to i got a a couple of dvrs and uh started taping all sorts of stuff and we still to this day i tape every star trek show that's ever on and watch it later sometimes i erase them because i've seen them a billion times yeah he tapes like six star trek shows a day Don't tell everybody. So anyway, the beautiful beautifulness of DVR and TiVos, huh? Okay, and the so race button. so we got the Sci-Fi Channel, and of course we we had a great time. Well, okay, so now years later, as the years went on, Amy, mm-hmm. um, uh, for our twentieth wedding anniversary, you, I, I had a dream that I really wanted to do something really cool, mm-hmm. and I just thought we wouldn't be able ever be able to afford it because you really wouldn't like it. And somehow, some way, I made it known that I really wanted to go see the Star Trek. Uh, experience down in well and you forget that you already had seen it once yeah but it was just with a klingon yeah for my yeah. 36th birthday for my his, friend took it, me his there. 36th birthday he thought it was now if you guys aren't churchy people you might not get this but he thought it was a god thing <laughs> that <laughs> you don't have to tell people that <laughs> that his favorite <laughs> His favorite Christian rock band was playing mm-hmm. on his birthday. Yeah, Striper. Striper, at which, the, which at I the don't House care. of Blues I in Las Vegas. They aren't my favorite band either, even though I like some of their mellow songs. Um, they were playing on his birthday in, mm-hmm. in Las Vegas, and, and one I got of, tickets for it. One of his computer geek friends, um, yeah. music. Mm-hmm. 
guy. sci-fi guy friends um, had relatives down there. So he goes, hey, if we just come up with the money for, for the, the, tickets. the airplane tickets. And, the, and this the was so cool. We, we, we flew down to Vegas, just him and I. We stayed at the relative's house. We went to the concert. And the next day, for my it was on my birthday, uh-huh. my friend, Buddy Van Brunt was his name. He sprung it and surprised me and took me to the Star Trek exhibit, mm-hmm. uh, the Star Trek experience at the Las Vegas Hilton. Yeah. It was just it only, had, it only one, had the one, the one ride. ride called the Klingon Encounter, mm-hmm. and he did that for my birthday. And we rode yeah. that thing four or five times that day. It was just a blast. And we saw the yeah. museum, and it was great. But, so he comes but back and tells me all about this. But let's fast forward. Really it, like they it. had a little teaser there that said that they were going to have the Borg 4D ride coming up, uh-huh. and and I was like, oh, I wish I could go see that. But again, we we don't have a whole lot of money, and so it was not something that we would really do but you um you kind of you said to me that wouldn't that be cool wouldn't it be fun if we could go down there well, on our 20th anniversary but here's the secret motive see i i, I kind of played it a little bit because i knew that your favorite thing is history and and nature. geology nature that kind of thing and you, I, i'm a you geek had, in another way you had I'm expressed you had expressed that you wanted to see the grand canyon Mm-hmm. And so the, I found out while searching through the enterprise stuff or the experience stuff that one of the things they did is they offered these tours of the Grand Canyon from mm-hmm. your hotel. And I went, ah, yes. Uh-huh. I think I can work this for my my benefit. And so that's what I he, did. He can get a little Star Trek and I can get a little little house in the prairie. And, and we would be happy. It would, uh-huh. We could celebrate our 20 years of marriage together. And that's what we did. We We had a great time, didn't we? Yeah, it it really was a good time. Tell him what and, I did. I surprised you. Oh, he totally surprised me. I kept on getting after him, and and, and you guys, whoever's out there, probably knows how expensive it, it is to leave your your car at the um, mm-hmm. at, at the, the airport. airport for a long time. And mm-hmm. so I kept on saying, "Well, should we're we're about three hours from the airport, so a lot of times people we know and and we've done this too as well." We'll go to a hotel the night before and leave our car there, and it's right. cheaper to do it that to way. do it that way than to pay for them. So I kept on saying, "Well, what are we going to do?" What are, and he kept saying, "Don't worry, I've got it arranged. It's all taken care of." But he didn't tell me what it was. I'm going, "Okay." So the day that we're supposed to fly out um, to Las Vegas, my mom came over to stay with the kids, and I'm still wondering what are we going to do. And next thing I know, there's this big long stretch limousine pull up in front of our house in front of the house and um it was a big surprise and it was really sweet i think it's my only time i mean is on this trip that i'd ever been in a limo yeah we so i had a friend at church that has a limo company and i I made arrangements with him and paid him on the side to uh surprise so amy didn't know about it and so he shows up and he was our driver and we just had a great time that limo was beautiful drove us all the way to the airport and that's a two and a half hour drive from our house Mm -hmm. up to seattle and then uh traffic three yeah and then they even came and picked us up when Mm -hmm. when uh, we our flight came in we stayed for like four or five days down at vegas that was a real relaxing way you didn't have to worry about traffic so we stayed at that we flew into vegas and Mm -hmm. we stayed at the stratosphere and part of the reason we picked it was when it was you picked the stratosphere i picked it there were some other ones that were about the same cost but I thought my husband would like this one more yeah, because it looked yeah. more futuristic sci-fi. Of course, I would like something antique and old-fashioned, but sure. he he likes futuristic stuff. So well, it I was cool. We like and, and it was a good it was a good experience. We had a good time. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And so, okay, so we got to Vegas, and uh, well, let's tell them about our day because it was it was hilarious. Uh, we get to Vegas, and uh, we looked around a little bit. We did some walking, mm-hmm. and at that time, I was I, I was 86 pounds heavier than I was now, and, I and was you were 40, 50, 45, 50 pounds. 50 pounds heavier, yeah. So we went on this new uh, eating plan and, and health kick, and uh, that was a good thing. But, mm-hmm. boy, back then, you know, you have that much more weight on. We did a lot of walking. I got blisters on my feet. I mean, Vegas is goes on forever. It's just a huge place. Mm-hmm. And we just wanted to see all the sights, so we were looking all over, and we had planned out the next day we were going to get on the monorail, and I had got my tickets on the internet for the Star Trek experience, and we mm-hmm. rode the monorail to the Hilton, got there, and if you go into the forums here at, at the Trek and Sci-Fi forums, you'll find some pictures of us mm-hmm. at the Star Trek experience. We took some good pictures, and we had a great time. But we got there, and we stood in line and got our tickets, and it was awesome. We got to stay the whole day. I, of course, had a great time. Uh, the Science Fiction Museum, you actually knew. It was so funny. We were telling people what the different props were. You and I uh-huh. together were telling other people that were kind of not as big of fans. And we, you knew almost every one of the props that was in the yeah. Star Trek stuff, Yeah, I didn't think you? I did. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Uh-huh. And then, of course, we went on our first ride, which was the Star Trek Klingon experience, or, uh, or the Klingon encounter. And okay. what did you think? Okay, warning for anyone who, like me, has to take motion sickness pills before I get on a plane or anything. I didn't realize this, but the ride, the experience, if you struggle with motion sickness at all, like mm-hmm. I do, yeah. you should take some Dramamine first. <laughs> so I didn't take the Dramamine first because I didn't realize, and they did have some kind of warning, but but Rick says, oh, it's not much different than the ride at Disneyland, the, <laughs> the Star Wars ride, but he neglected to say it was like three times longer, mm-hmm. and um, needless to say... Within the first fifteen minutes of being there, I was feeling very ill. Yeah, and um, and you should have seen. She grabbed a hold of my hand when we were in the flight simulator, and uh, I tell you what, I thought my fingers were going to get squeezed off. And when she got out, it she couldn't walk straight. It was pretty funny. No, I couldn't. And she hadn't been drinking at all. So no, this is, uh, I, and I don't drink at all. But we <laughs> we um we ended up having to find the little shop in the lobby. Yeah, and by. And, and then I bought Dramamine after the fact, thinking it would help with the nausea, in. and I took two because uh-huh. I was feeling really poorly. And then I kind of went through the rest of the day kind of groggy and even had to sit down and, and rest but wasn't before it, okay, the next but, ride. Okay. And, that, and you got over that. Yeah. I let you sit for a while, and I went And I actually found a salon and got my hair done. Yeah, cut. you got your hair done, and I went back on, on both the rides twice. It was great. Yeah. The, the other thing, though... Um, about the Star Trek uh, the experience, I think the 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 best part of it, the rides were good, but I thought the the the, the props and the history and mm-hmm. stuff was awesome, wasn't it? And the actors were amazing. The oh, that, actors, yeah, tell them about that because we ate we ate dinner at Quarks. Yeah, we had dinner at Quarks and we got the Captain Janeway Cobb salad. I remember and the rings of Beta Zay. Now the the salad was in our diet plan in the the um, but rings the onion of Beta rings weren't. No, but, but they, they sure were they good. They were our one fried food that we ate while we were for there. the week yeah. and. And and it oh they were good I still they were remember great, how tasty but they were. The neat part about the Star Trek experience was that they didn't just have the museum and the rides, mm-hmm. but they also had people that were made up in the oh, yeah. in the makeup. And and they were amazing actors. They would not come out of character. Yeah, you could ask them about. We their ate lunch with the Ferengi. Roles of acquisition. Mm-hmm. They and, knew and them. They memor that yeah. the Ferengi memorized them, yeah, and yeah. they had um, cling a couple Klingons mm-hmm. and. An Andorian. An Andorian, the little mm-hmm. blue people with the... Except for I was a little disappointed because on 
Enterprise, the, the little the antennas, antennas moved, moved, and they didn't move on. They didn't this guy. move on yeah. this guy, and I kind of missed the little moving. But you have a picture but. with him, and they can go to the go to the Trex and Sci-Fi yeah. um, board, and you can see the pictures of you with the Ferengi yeah. or with the with the Klingon and the Andorian. It was pretty cool. Oh, well, it it was a fun place. We mm-hmm. um, we did the behind the scenes thing. We did the behind the scenes thing, and and the funny thing. Um, since my oldest son, he's he's now in seventeen and in college. He started going to college at at fifteen, but I'd homeschooled him um, up until he was fifteen, and and I felt bad for him not having a class ring. Mm-hmm. So the funny thing is, we uh, ended yeah. up buying him a Starfleet Academy ring. Yeah, I remember that. He liked that. Now he goes to college and everything. Yeah, so it's like, but I thought that was kind that, of that funny. Was cool. So anyway, we, we went through the day. We we had a great time. Went to the behind-the-scenes tour. We really mm-hmm. recommend that to everybody. If you can get over there and get that, um, go to the behind-the-scenes tour. It was awesome. They showed you how they did the ride. Got back to the hotel after staying there all day. And I remember some probably the most touching thing as we were falling asleep. My wife doesn't know this. She does now because I told her. But um, I, I cried when I fell asleep because, and I'll tell you why, and, you know, I don't usually cry. very. I guess the older I get, the more I do. But anyway, I, I fell asleep and I just thought how cool it is that I knew you didn't really like Star Trek as much as I do. But it, I thought it was so cool that you would have spent a day with me doing something that I really, really loved and had a great time. And you just were there the whole time with me. And I really appreciate that. And so no, I cried when I, when I fell asleep because I was glad that I married you. Except for when I went and got my hair done while I was recovering That's from okay. the motion That's sickness. Right. But the next day then, we woke up and we went to the Grand Canyon, Yeah, we woke up at great. like 5 in the morning. And went, went on the, the tour Grand bus Canyon. forever. It was a huge, long ride. And we went to the to the the rim of the Grand Canyon, had a great time. Mm-hmm. It was an excellent time. And that was yeah, fun, and so so I spent the awesome. day with you doing something you liked, mm-hmm. while you spent the day doing something. And, and the Star Trek place was, you know, was interesting. I I think I liked the museum part a little bit better than the rides part, just because of my motion sickness issues. Yeah. But the Borg one wasn't. Um, it didn't make me sick. No, that was so. a cool one, though. It was great. Of course, by then really I had a whole, a whole bottle it. of Dramamine in me. <laughs> Not <laughs> yeah, quite. You were feeling no pain. I was like numb to the world. But, um. Well, let, let's talk now about, let's switch gears a little bit. And as a mom, I want to talk about uh, your favorite episodes across all the Star Trek genres. Now, there's been several incarnations of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some of your favorites really briefly because we're running out of time. So I, I okay. want to make sure that we get this all in here. Um Let's talk about the old series and see what you think about it. Uh, there were certain types of things that you got a kick out of and certain types that you didn't. So let's mm-hmm. talk about the very first one. Well, I think because I am kind of a history bookie kind of geek, my mm-hmm. favorite of the original series mm-hmm. were ones that had kind of history stuff in it. Like? Um, the City on the Edge Forever. And I have to admit, Rick had to find the titles. Yeah, we had to look them up. Even though I She knows the plot lines. I remember the plot lines. It's, that's pretty bad in itself. But anyway, he looked up the titles for me. The City on the Edge of Forever is one with Joan Collins when they go back and mm-hmm. they go to the Depression area. Yeah, um, everybody here will know what you're talking okay. about. They already know the plot. Okay, you know but the you plot. But you really liked that show. Yeah, that was, I just... I believe someday men... Yeah, okay. I, yeah. I've read lots of books on the Depression era, so I like that. And the other one you liked the, from the old series? The Bread and Circuses. That was and the one where they were the Roman government. Kind of the Romans and the Christians kind of right. thing. Yeah. The, the Roman Coliseum. And they said they were sun worshippers, but mm-hmm. then you found out that it was S-O-N worshippers. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind or of cool. S- 
S-U-N instead of S-O-N. They, well, they said they were sun worshipping. We all assumed that they were like worshipping the sun as in the as in the glowing ball in the sky. Okay, but it was actually S-O-N. Right, right. Yeah. And you thought that was cool. Being the Baptist girl that you yes, a little grew up Baptist as a Baptist girl. girl. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so then we move on to TNG. What was some um, of your favorite episodes as a mom? Well, the, I think the inner light and um, was one of my favorite ones when he gets transported kind of back to, to the plant well back, yeah he lives that whole life and lives a whole life and learns minutes. to play this like little flute thing mm-hmm. and my son whenever he knows i'm a little stressed he'll get on the piano and he, he can he, play that. he he plays beautiful music beautiful in that episode music. And, and so he, he it was plays just a sweet story all the way through it was, it was a really a good sweet story, story yeah. very loving story um the other one you liked uh was family that's the one where he just got deborgified yeah, deborgified. Yeah, well, he just remember Beth, the best of both worlds had happened, and then he they rescue him from being a Borg, and then the next episode was called Family, and he went to visit his oh, brother. Oh yeah, he went to visit his brother, and they they get in a a, a mud fight, a mud fight, and come back and mud wrestling on TNG next and, time. And how his nephew kind of adored him and mm-hmm. wanted to do space stuff. I just I like you know my being father a, calls you a us well, yeah yeah anyway. Being a, <laughs> Being a woman, I I guess I just really like the interpersonal relationship yeah. kind of thing. That was and a great episode. I like history, interpersonal relationship. And then the and other one you liked was lessons. Now that's the one where where Picard falls in love with the scientist lady yeah, and again, who plays the keyboard. That again, rolls out it is on the one thing. with the flute. And I have mm-hmm. to go back and give a little history from this because my husband's a very good musician. And dear, how did you win my heart? I would at the college. You would come into the practice room, and I would play the piano for you and gaze into your eyes and sing you songs. He, I wonder. I, yeah. I just, you know, that's what happens. And and my oldest son is <sighs> 17 and a half now and he plays the piano for girls and yes, they, they, they swoon over him. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so those, those were your TNG favorite episodes. What mm-hmm. about DS9 now? Uh, did you like some of those episodes? Yeah, you know, and when we get down to my favorite characters, this will make more sense. Um, but I like the one where Worf and Jadzia Got married. Get married, and mm-hmm. he walks in and finds that Polynesian guy in her room <laughs> from the bachelor party. Or for the <laughs> from the, from the bachelor party, yeah, party. Yeah. I, I, that was just one of the most hilarious His moments. Facial expressions. I have so many funny wharf moments throughout yes, the, she the liked couple. Worf. Yeah, and the and visitor. That, yeah, that was the one where um, Jake lives, tries to get Cisco oh, back yeah. from that accident, and he and. He becomes an old man and he's a writer, yeah. and um, I great. thought that was kind of neat. Mm-hmm. And um, then what else did you like? The and this kind of comes. I I like a lot of the sci-fi shows in the past, like Dune and um, Babylon Five, that had little storylines that kind of wrap through the thing and. Some people didn't like Deep Space Nine as much, but I like that part of it mm-hmm. that. From the very beginning, when he finds out he's an emissary, towards the end, he um, there's an episode where he discovers that his mom is actually a prophet, yeah. and the lady that raised him yeah. that he thought was his mom wasn't his mom, and mm-hmm. that sounds so soap, soap opera-ish. But um, well, it was soap opera in space. Yes, it was space opera. Mm-hmm. But space I, opera. I like. I'm, I'm kind of a little bit analytical, um, geeky that way, mm-hmm. and and I liked seeing the little threads That's going cool. through things. Okay, Voyager. Now we got to move a little quicker now. So okay. Voyager, uh, um, what were the different ones that you liked there? Resolution? I don't remember which I one that was about. I can't remember what that one was about, but oh, I like Oh, I think, it. wasn't that where, um, oh, that's that's where um, 
Tuvok danced. Oh, okay. Yeah, where yeah. where finally Neelix got Tuvok's to dance. Yeah, and that was sweet. Um, I think we cried with that. Mm-hmm. And um, Tuvok. Futures End. Um, oh, that was that what, was, was a neat thing when they came back. Voyager came back in time. Right, with um, Henry Starling, mm-hmm. and they did the whole takeoff on Microsoft, and he yeah. had the mobile emitter for the yeah. doctor. I thought the mobile emitter was the, cool. They met that girl who called uh, uh, Tuvik. I guess call him Tuvix, but that's a different episode. Tuvok, they call they uh, called him a Freakosaurus. That was yeah, great. That was fun. That was fun. And um, this is my favorite Voyager episode because Janeway and um, oh Chakotay, Chakotay. Mm-hmm. Um, get stranded on this planet. My wife, by the way, for those of you listening, uh, uh, my wife was pointing at her head, trying to do the tattoo of Chakotay, trying to figure out his <laughs> I name. I couldn't remember what, his what, name. You know that guy. But the reason the, the reason I like it so much is because <laughs> I was a um, Jane Seymour fan, and she mm-hmm. and and on this episode, Captain Janeway reminded me of Doctor Dr. Quinn, Quinn Medicine, Medicine Woman. Woman. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, so, so then um, they came out with Enterprise, and we watched yeah, all of those. And, and it, it wasn't as my favorite. I like Voyager a little bit better, but there were a couple um, ones I liked. I liked the Andorian incident when they find, found out the Vulcans weren't exactly what they said they were. They were in the monastery, and they were... Mm-hmm. Uh, and they uh, had, like, a spy listening thing. Yeah, but what did you, you tell me you liked about that episode? This is, oh. <laughs> this is hilarious. I like the fact that she thought the men were stinky. But that, and, and that was who? To Paul, uh, the lady yeah. in the she wouldn't share. Too. She wouldn't share the blanket with Archer because they yeah. smelled bad humans. Yeah, yeah. and then the, the other episode I really liked, um, again, because I like history stuff, was Carbon Creek, where mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. talks about her great-grandmother, great-great-grandmother or crashing on Earth or something. Yeah, uh-huh. that was cool. And then she has a little purse that she unfolds at the end and yeah. so you they thought the story might have been make believe but, but it was, it was really real true. and ah, that was good. so those were my favorite episodes that I could come up with and all right okay so now we're going to talk about uh, Star Trek mother moments and then we're going to talk about favorite characters and what the show has meant to you and then we're done so let's talk about our favorite uh, our favorite mother moments all right Star Trek. Um, my favorite mother moments was when Bones helps deliver the baby, and he didn't know this, but if he touched the mother, mm-hmm. the child became his. Right, right. And so she ended. That up was called Friday's Friday's child. child, and that was kind of humorous. Um, the next one <laughs> was on the the show on Next Generation called Disaster. Right, the episode right. Disaster. When Worf delivers Molly. Now, if anyone out there has had a child before. They could relate to this. Worf goes, push, Keiko, push. And she goes, I am pushing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, Worf is the ultimate in what not to have as bedside manner. Right. Don't, you don't want him as your Lamaze coach. Yeah. Not, not yeah. the Lamaze coach, but yeah. he, he was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just lots of moments on Next Generation where Beverly... She was a good mom to she Wesley. She was a good mom. And, Even if and, she did slap him that one time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I slapped him. Oh, I'm sorry. I love yeah. that line. She did that very well there. Yeah. Um, Thank you. I, you know, I have two teenage sons, and, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of things that that she struggled with letting him go. We're just, and, we're just yeah. happy that they don't deal with, you know, warp plasma or anything. Cause, or that uh, game. That, that game. That, oh, yeah, that, that was, game, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. anyway. Um, and then... Um, I, I was the youngest of five in my family, and so I really related to... You were five to, of five. 
I was five of five, yes. It's mm-hmm. um, my wife, five I, of five. <laughs> I related to um, Deanna and Loxana's relationship, mother-daughter relationship. Oh, little little one. Because I was in my 30s before my mom stopped introducing me as the baby of the family. Yeah, that's... You yeah. know, I had three children of my own and it's like, hello. was grown. And, and, and finally I said, you know, I'm the youngest, but I'm not really a baby anymore. Yeah. So the, the little one syndrome that... Deanna went through. Yeah, and uh, my, one have... of my favorite ones was Galaxy's Child when they when uh, they used the lasers. They killed mm-hmm. that one one uh, space creature and didn't realize mm-hmm. it. Then they had to do a cesarean, mm-hmm. and then they had Galaxy's Child. And they had to sour the milk. I really liked that episode. Yeah. That was my favorite mommy moment. Yeah. It, now you have a least favorite moment that you talk about this all I, the time. She I still do. brings this up. One of my favorite episodes is the Neutral Zone. It was the last show of season one. And I just thought it was a great show, but she just hates this one well, part of it because she here she is. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'll ex- I'll explain why is, you know, I am totally for women doing any kind of career they choose. Sure. But I, you know, I've chosen to homeschool my children, and you know, even though I've have some college and I I've done different careers and sure. things, I've chosen to stay home. And um, they make a comment when. They the ladies, that one lady. the lady is described that's come out of the. She's in stasis. Stasis or she chamber. Was dead, and then they brought her back to life, and they, yeah. and they said that her career was a was a homemaker and data. And data says, "Oh, that must be some kind of construction worker." And so, whoever wrote that line, um, I I was so mad at yeah. that line because I, <laughs> I felt that. What's wrong with being a mommy and a yeah? yeah and what, a you know because I because I feel that I have a very important job in in yeah, raising sure. the future generation. Sure. I think that that's a very important job. So I I do have that little issue because I don't I don't think that motherhood sure. will ever be extinct. I there think. you go. Come on. I think it is a valid that's my wife talking a there. valid occupation to be a full time mom. And then you like that other episode, um, Half a Life, where. Uh, where yeah. the guy guy has to go home and die at um, sixty years old. You liked yeah, it because Lo- I, I liked it because Loxana stood up for. I don't know how to say. I her don't name. know anyway, how to say her name. Deanna's either. mom. Deanna's mom. Holder of the Chalice of Reeks. Yeah, and you know what? It it was shortly after, within a year after Jean Roddenberry had died. Yeah, so that was a very and it was a very episode. touching um, s- scene when where you just saw sadness. Mm-hmm. I might be confusing the sadness I saw in the one that she was going to marry. Marry. That the one guy, guy yeah. and have to wear a wedding dress. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that was kind of funny. But but she you, had you, some... You know way too much about Trek. I do. But, you do. You but really some do. of Majel Barrett's um, roles after Jean mm-hmm. died, I thought were very touching yes, and reflective. Yes, they did a great job. Yes. And um, as Gianna's mom, I... I think that this is something I I wanted to bring up that Gene did was that he was able to put in these episodes and I know it's been brought up many times on the TV and by different people that have been involved in Star Trek but he was able to bring up different social mm-hmm. aspects issues that that you can talk over with your kids afterwards like euthanasia or or right to life, or you know, right. different All those kind of things, things that you can yeah. you can talk and talk about, and um, as a springboard for yeah conversation. That's in your what family. made Star. That's what makes Star Trek so cool. Mm-hmm. So cool, man. Yeah. Okay, so 
you you really liked one other episode of TNG that was one of your favorites. Oh, this it was one. I think the last one of the sec or the first one of the second season because Dr. Pulaski's introduced. Yeah. And that was called The Child. And that one made me just bawl because as a mother My uh, wife cried during Star I Trek. I did. It it was the one where Deanna has this space child. A space child. And, and you know, kinda of this light comes in like kind of like a firefly. Ian? And um, grows in her tummy really quickly, mm-hmm. and she, and he then he's right. born, and he grows real quick, right? And then he dies, yeah. And um, and it, he had to go back out to space or something. Yeah, he was and, hurting the Enterprise. Yeah, and when she saw the little life on the ultrasound or whatever they had imager at that time, yeah, um, she said, "You're not going to take my child." And then she had him, and. And just totally fell in love with her child, and I I think that is the ultimate Mother's Day Star Trek Star memory. Trek memory That's because great. as a mom you you have a love for your child that just yeah just can't be really explained in words. But as you saw the little tears coming down her face, you go, "That's a mother's love." All right. So in closing, what, favorite characters from the Star Trek epi- uh, episodes. What are your favorite characters in the original series? Bones. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. In TNG? I just love Worf. And, and especially his one-liners. Good house. Nice, nice tea. tea. Nice I legs. Am, I am not a merry man. <laughs> I protest. And, of course, the acting of um, Robert... Uh, or Picard. Picard. Yeah. Yeah. John Luke. John Luke Picard. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Oh, how about DS9? I like the again the storyline with Cisco and the emissary stuff. How about Voyager? Neelix is really funny. I like Janeway mm-hmm. just because she reminded me a little bit of a futuristic Jane Seymour. Mm-hmm. And the Doctor, I just on love Voyager, the yeah. singing artist. He was great. Doctor, I thought he was funny. And how about on on Enterprise? I like the Doctor and on Enterprise um, flocks. Mm-hmm. I thought Dr. he Fox, was interesting. Yeah. And Trip was a real fun character. Yeah, I, he was I guess good. I could kind of relate to him. He reminded me of country like boy. one of the country boys I would have grown up with. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now your favorite movie of all the Star Trek movies was Insurrection. And why? Well, kind of because they had like a little house in the prairie villi- um, village, village in it. Yeah. And um, I'm really into birds and yeah. We're, in fact, we're sitting right next to our our hummingbird feeder, and, and we a, watched a hummingbird a drink bird, out of it. A bird came up to it while we were. We were recording this, this, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I did not like the stapling, though. No, you didn't like the, the stapling. The facelift thing. Yeah, oh, that was nice. gross. Okay, so you also, um, as we get to, to the end of our show here, um, there was other science fiction series that you really enjoyed, too. Why don't you list some of those? Well, Dune and Babylon 5, I already mentioned that, because mm-hmm. I, I kind of like the the storyline that goes through them. Um, I, my, I have a... My younger son, he's going to be 15 in a couple of weeks. Uh-huh. Um, we liked watching Jake 2.0 mm-hmm. and John Doe together. And mm-hmm. recently, uh, we really like Recently, liked the, we watched Heroes together. Yeah, we really like that. We were into that. He's he's doing this yeah. like cool rock on. He really likes that. That's good symbol stuff. as we. So, what would you say uh, in closing? Then, what what would you say? How has Trek influenced our family? Well, I think I I just kind of um, talked about that in a little bit, that it opens discussion. Sure. You know, it's a conversation starter. Not to mention it gets us cool gadgets. Yes. Like cell phones and PDAs and computers. Which, you know, pretty much I check my email and do scrapbooking on the computer and a little word processing. But Uh, What about our pets' names? 
Our pets' names are forever Trekkie names. We yeah. ha- we've had a, a Jordy mm-hmm. guinea pig. Yes. We've had a Tasha guinea pig. Yes, we have. We have currently have a Hoshi cat. Yes, we do. And Miles. Hoshi and Miles O'Brien mm-hmm. is her kitten. Yeah. Um, we've had quite fun. a few. Yeah. Um, we've had a wharf that's a fish. Yes, we have. And a Spock that was a fish, too, I think. Well, Amy, it's been great. It's been fun. And uh, I just yeah. I just want to say publicly that I am ex- very happy that you have put up with my geekiness and my habits and my hobbies, especially science fiction and Trek. I know it hasn't been easy, but I think I've won you over to the dark side. So um, A little. Yeah. <laughs> so, everybody... Have a, a happy Mother's Day. Yes. You want to wish everybody a happy Mother's Have Day? Have a happy Mother's Day. And for all you girl sci-fi fans, um, God bless you. And, hang and in there. Hang in there. and Live long and prosper. For those married to sci-fi fans, that you know, God bless you too for putting up with them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we want to say uh, thanks again to Rico for letting us uh, be guest host this week uh, while you're over on business. We appreciate that. And we want to say happy Mother's Day to everyone uh, in Trex and Sci-Fi. I look forward to uh, Rico coming back and hearing about his trip. Bless you all, and have a great day. Yep. I'm going to take a five-year tour. Only go where no man's gone before. I'm going to travel to the